Okay, welcome to Behind the Bites, episode number 21. Uh, we're a technology podcast. Talk about technology. In the Middle East. In the Middle East. Or the lag of it. Yeah, it's a bit, this time of year definitely is a bit of a lag. <laughs> but welcome to the Ramadan edition. Of, <laughs> no uh, bites this bites. time around. Yeah, huh? no bites, I'm oh, afraid. Yeah. We're recording this prior to Iftar. This is 100% halal version. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, my name's Mike uh, from Stuff Magazine. I'm joined, as usual, by my regular... Hunters in Crime. The boss from Tea Break. And Bavisha from TechView. Excellent. We've got a packed lineup of things to actually talk about today. We do. We do. I think uh, the most uh, exciting or intriguing new announcement is the Essential Phone by mm. Andy Rubin. Yeah. Uh, let's start with that. I think that's a pretty pretty good uh, place how, how to How essential it. is this phone, guys? <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's get all the bad jokes yeah. out of the way. Right? <laughs> And it's literally just called the phone. That's it. Right. There's no model number. The company is with it. essential. Essential. And right. It's the essential phone. Um, so, yeah. I mean, this is the latest phone by Andy Rubin. Yeah. He left Google, what, about a year ago or something like that? He's the that? founder of Android. He's the father of Android. Absolutely. Yeah. He's the guy who's uh, attributed towards Android. Although he says that there was a team that worked with him together, which, fair enough, doesn't want to yeah. take all the credit by himself. Um, Humble. Humble. Nice guy. I, yeah. I, I saw his interview with uh, Walt Mossberg at the Recode conference last <laughs> night. Uh, seems like a, you know, seems like a guy, a decent guy. Seems like a decent guy. And this is the company that he's launched. At, well, it's not the company that he's launched after uh, quitting Google. Yeah, he uh, went on to do their robotics division, right? He uh, That was still at Google. Uh, so he did that while he was still at Google. Yeah. Uh, but then they went and created this VC firm, uh, which has partly funded his new project, which is the essential company project, essential phone, sorry. And uh, they announced the phone as well as the Alexa kind of device. But uh, let's start with the phone. Sure. Um, it looks a bit like the Xiaomi Mi Mix, if mm. you guys saw that last year. Mm-hmm. Very bezel-less design, especially on the top. There's a little bit of chin, no forehead. Interestingly, <coughs> it's got a selfie camera on top, right in the middle, where the screen kind of breaks apart. Looks a bit funky, looks a bit weird. But uh, his reasoning behind that is that Android notifications either exist on the left or top right side of the screen. So he's like, that's not necessarily going to come into play. What do you guys think about it? Sure. I mean, I guess if you can code around the fact that there's something in the middle of where your your, your information is going to be, then fine, right? Right. I don't know. I'm just trying to think. I mean, my Android notifications go across the whole length of the top of so, my screen. Okay, so I think the way that he's going to solve that is that little strip on the top mm. is mm. sort of a second screen. It's not space yeah. that Android is taking. Think of like the LG okay. V10 or V20 with sure, a second sure. screen on top. And then he can play around with that, push the notifications on there. That's what I'm assuming. Well, the one image I'm looking at is does take it up, at least when the phone is on lock mode. Uh-huh. Um, but there's no there's no information in the middle, and I assume he'll probably have like an overlay. They'll probably have like an overlay um, in that little bit on the top. So when you pull it down, there's no information, uh, but the notifications will still be left exactly. to right across the screen. So, exactly, yeah. absolutely. Look, I'm, I'm gonna I gotta I gotta play devil's advocate here. Do do we need another phone? Like there are a lot of good phones out there, particularly this year. We're, we're, the only thing that I I feel is that like if if Andy Rubin decides it's time to make a phone then I guess we should sit up and take notice because like he is hmm. the guy that created Android, so he clearly knows what he's doing, right? And he and he found a danger as well. Hmm. Uh, the danger set of devices. I think the sidekick was... Uh, sidekick was, rage, was the rage about 10 ah, years ago. Right, that, um, I think that Microsoft bought... 
yeah, sidekick and yeah, killed it like almost yeah, immediately. Exactly. Right. As with many other <laughs> uh, companies. All ah, right, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Was, uh, okay. All right. Excellent. So, so I mean, he sidekick was the rage in the U.S. Right. Mm. All the celebrities had yep, it. In fact, exactly. there were a few stories which went out where the sidekicks were hacked, and I think it was Paris Hilton whose photos were leaked <laughs> from the sidekick. Uh, Camera photos. Ah, right. So, I mean, he knows how, how to set devices or create devices and software which people want. Mm. So I feel like if he's, if he's doing this, he's on to something. Sure. I, thi- I think so. I don't know. I mean, looking at it, right. So spec-wise, what, it's got a... It's a Dragon top 8 of the line. <coughs> Absolutely. Like, it's everything you would get in, like, the latest Samsung or Absolutely. the latest Dual Sony cameras, phones. you know, right. 128 gig RAM. Which is cool. But I can buy phones like that already. <laughs> True. You know what I'm True saying? That. True and, uh, that. And I as mentioned off uh, before we before we began began taping that I struggled to actually find what kind of operating system it is. And I know that the lead up to it was like, oh, is it going to be is it going to be a new operating system? What's it going to be running? And it's again, it's just another it's Android, an Android phone. phone. Exactly. Which, fine, father of Android, let him have an Android <laughs> phone. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not so, gonna take that away from him. But okay, like, so you know what? Google has discontinued the Pixel line of phones, right? I mean, they sorry, not Pixel, uh, Nexus, Nexus line. Yeah, I was like, what? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Exclusive <laughs> from a boss. <laughs> <Yeah>. Fasting. I'm <laughs> fasting, guys. Uh, sorry. So the Nexus has gone away, <laughs> yeah. and this sort of I think comes up as a third-party phone, which is completely clean, running stock Android. Yeah. Uh, you know, no bloat pair whatsoever. At least that's what he's hoping for. Mm. And, uh, you know, that's what he wants. And I guess the one new thing on that is the magnetic connectors on yeah. the top right yeah, of this phone, which is a proprietary, not a proprietary, it's a connector that they've designed, but it's going to be open source. Mm-hmm. Anybody could possibly that's use that. That's pretty good, actually. Which I mean, is good. Yeah. Which is good. Then that opens it up to, like, yeah. Kickstarter and things like that, that people can start making exactly. yeah. accessories that people can back. So exactly. it's like Apple's um, MFI program, except it's open source. Right. Right? You don't have to pay Yep. To license the exactly. tech. Exactly. So you can, they're going to be creating the first five or six accessories for the phone yeah. um, on that. But then they're like, you know, anybody can take it and do whatever it is that they kind of want. But it's a nice little thing. I mean, it just magnetically attaches. It's got a USB 3.0 spec, I believe. So, you know, again, yeah. industry standard um, data connection. So, you know, that that's a nice little bit of it. It also has dual cameras, kind of like uh, Huawei, where one of them is color and the other is a monochrome. monochrome yeah. So I think that's kind of nice. I think of all the Dual camera setups that I've tested, that's probably my favorite one. I think so. Look, I've, I'm cautiously optimistic about it. You know, I definitely want to try it. It hmm. does look beautiful. I'm it not does. Gonna lie. It looks it like looks a great nice. looking phone. I, it's just, an, it's, you know, coming into an already crowded marketplace where you've got companies that are established, like HTC, yeah, like Sony Mobile, who, let's be honest, are struggling in some, <coughs> in some markets. And um, it's going to be a, a bit of an uphill battle. I know that this thing's only coming out in the US initially, Correct. and we yeah. probably won't see it out here for Correct. quite a while. Um, so, you know, are they, do we know who is, act, are they building it themselves? They're I think so. They're not partnering with anybody? They so haven't said whether anything. This thing, um, I, get, I get a very, like, OnePlus vibe. Right, a higher-end operation. version of a yeah, OnePlus. Like this kind of small, up, scrappy upstart where it's going to be quite difficult to get your hands on at the mm. beginning. Definitely trying to push some boundaries. I mean, obviously, the, the OnePlus original phone is kind of dated now. Right. But, but I mean, yeah, we'll I mean, OnePlus has come a long way. Phone come yeah. So, months. not to jump the gun, but this is not just a phone they're launching, right? They're launching um, smart home, right? Uh, Another device with as well. They're essentially yes. introducing uh, an entire category or accessory ecosystem mm-hmm. with it as well, with the connector, and they're already t- in talks about launching a 360 cam, which you can just snap Correct. onto it. Exactly. Um, 
and their uh, smart home device has its own OS as well, ambient OS. Yes, that's yeah, right. that's uh, an interesting thing for me that they've decided to kind of split. Exactly, the they're OS not using yeah. Android. So I'm that is going to be a while. I mean, mm. the uh, phone is expected to be released in the next thirty days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, their smart home assistant is going to be a while. They haven't given an they right, exactly. Right. They haven't given anything on it. Looks nice. It's like circular device with screen right. in the middle. Uh, looks quite nice and. A Supposedly works with, or he's trying to make it work with Siri, Alexa, um, Google, Google Assistant, Google. and their own AI bot or whatever it is as well. Uh, you know, hats off to him if he can succeed with that. But um, you know, let's see. Let's so see when they said it's going to work with Siri, it's not like you can issue Siri commands, right? You'll speak to Siri on your phone or your laptop and, and ask it to do to do something and ask the device to do something. Yeah. Don't know. I, I honestly don't know. Let's wait and see. Because uh, Siri I- until now is only available on Apple devices, correct? correct? And that's right. Um, that's not the case for Amazon's Alexa or Google Assistant. Well, I mean, look, I mean, there is one workaround which I can remember. I was reviewing a pair of Jabra headsets, yeah, you can which allowed you Siri to call CV, Siri through uh, that. So like the ultimate is yeah. uh, the so maybe like speakers work with yeah, Siri. Exactly. So basically you Bluetooth into the speaker yes. and use the microphone capability. Okay. So you might be able to Bluetooth into your phone using yeah. this and just so call maybe. on Siri. So there's not a, not a like a true use Correct. of Siri, but it, I mean, you are using If it Siri, works, right? yeah. exactly. The assistant doesn't live on the device itself. <coughs> yeah, absolutely. Not that Siri is a stellar product anyway. Right. So well, I mean, have. yeah. <laughs> don't, don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there have been these rumors that Apple is working on an AI chip and maybe that'll... Help, yeah. Improve things, but we'll yeah, maybe absolutely. We'll maybe know a little bit more about. Apple that has also made a pizza box, so. They, I remember reading something about that. Yeah. I do remember. I, I don't want to digress, they painted, but they painted a design they for have, a pizza yeah. box. Right. Yeah, which Johnny uh, I has been busy, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so that's where he's been. <laughs> put, put a touch bar and a MacBook and made a pizza box. He's like, I'm done for 2017. <laughs> yeah, I think they opened the box, saw the shape of the pizza. Yeah. Have the new headquarters thought to like round, <laughs> round, <laughs> let's do it. Someone actually did a study on it. So it's it's circular in shape. It fits the pizzas that are made in Apple's uh, kitchen. Yeah, okay. Um, and it's got a bunch of holes at the top so the steam can be let out, which okay. makes sure that the pizza doesn't get soggy. Over I can imagine that um, those are like gluten-free, rocket-covered, <laughs> no-cheese pizzas. And it, and it even fits like the, um, the thickness of the pizza. Right. So it's, it's built for them. And the idea was... People would often buy their pizzas in the kitchen and it was a long walk to their office. So it would get cold or soggy. And this pizza box, patented pizza box, <laughs> I pizza box solves that I problem. Pizza box. Apple <laughs> box. Yeah. That's right. Apple Universe for you. Uh, speaking of Apple, WWDC is next mm. week on Tuesday. Um, guys, uh, what do you think? Any predictions for it? iOS. iOS 11. 11 and, uh, yeah. yeah, Mac OS whatever it is. And what do, what do you think they might uh, add to iOS 11 then? I don't know, honestly. I mean, uh, I honestly don't know what else they could and, add to And it. more importantly, do you think they're just going to reboot it and start again as <laughs> iOS? <laughs> anniversary maybe, yeah. maybe. You never know. I think uh, <coughs> Siri needs a lot of improvement. So hopefully we see some improvement on that side. Smart home stuff? Smart home stuff. I mean, they, there's rumors that they're going to launch a Alexa competitor, right? Yeah, uh, a speaker this with the Siri, Siri yeah. integration on I get, it. I get the feeling that you're right. I mean, the leaks re- leading up to but the WWDC d- have been AI-driven. Right. I think mm. it's going to be a lot of like, yeah. hey, we've made Siri even better. Yeah, I think Siri is going to be the main focus. I mean, maybe they'll even open it up. Who knows, right? Like, 
<laughs> it's Atlo, come on. Uh, I mean, who knows? Andy Rubin had some inside information. Well, I, well exactly. <laughs> you know? I mean, maybe he's just setting the, laying, laying the groundwork uh, there. But um, WWDC doesn't generally see hardware, correct? Not generally, although yeah. they have announced hardware on it before. It's yeah, not okay. that. Okay. Yeah, it's so exactly, unprecedented then. Exactly. There is that whole 10.5 inch iPad without the home button rumor as well. I've lost track of how many iPads there yeah. are. They, the last one they announced was worse, right? Just cheaper. Just the iPad. <laughs> Just yeah. the iPad. Yeah. That's it. But not a bad deal at like $299. No, that's, that's a decent deal. Um, so yeah, um, new iOS, new macOS, possibly Siri speaker. What and, else? And, and you were you saying before we recorded about potentially some updates to the MacBook. Right, right. Yes, absolutely. I think the MacBook Pro and yeah. the MacBook both might be getting an update as well. Just processor mm. upgrades. Um, I don't Which know. Which sucks if you just bought yes, a MacBook exactly. Pro. Um, maybe, like you said, maybe they'll get rid of that touch bar and everybody will be happy. <laughs> well, what, are the, what are musicians going to DJ on? That's there? true. Fair, That's true. Fair, uh, fair comment, Rubish. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, look, I'm excited to see. I mean, WWDC is always interesting. And I think, yeah, I mean, they always have that kind of initial presentation where they wheel out a bunch of like the developers yeah, and they're like, look, exactly. this person made a pizza box <laughs> app <laughs> um, or whatever. But yeah, I, I'm, I, want, I want home automation properly done. I, HomeKit was a mess. I'm sorry to say, like right. someone who's quite into home automation, it was just not a viable platform. What is it about it that you don't it's like? Just, I mean, does it not work? It's, or? It doesn't interface very well with other okay. things. And and Apple, like it would be not, you know, even if Apple came out with like their own smart light bulbs, hmm. I wouldn't be against that, man, because like you, I'm, you know, you're happy to buy into Apple's ecosystem, but like right. they don't play so nice with others sometimes. With and okay. It struggles to work that. I mean, Samsung, on the other hand, has the smart things platform, mm. which I run at home, and it's fantastic. Mm. But Apple's entire ecosystem has been sort of disconnected mm. for the last couple of years, right? Look at the whole MacBook, MacBook Pro, iPhone mess going on. Yeah. Lightning, exactly. Lightning and, and yeah, just USB dongle hell. Yes, right. yes, uh, absolutely. absolutely. So yeah. a lot, there's, there's no sort of top-down centralized thinking, it would seem, on Apple, which, which is terrible which is because, strange, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, this, this was yeah. Apple's strength. This Correct. was Apple's exactly. entire Very tight central messaging. Yes. Yes. It and, just and, works. And how something like the Apple TV doesn't act as a hub, like mm. yeah. an actual hub for the rest yeah. of your devices is bonkers. So there are rumors that they might do that, a new version of Apple TV, which does exactly what you're mm. saying, plus add 4K support, which was also missing on the current generation of okay. the way, new Apple TV. Over so overdue, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Right, so, yeah. yeah. I mean, look, put... Put Siri not just like for searching, but put actual Siri on an Apple TV and make it work with my Philips light bulbs. You win now. And like yeah, that's it. They win, right? That's true. Like, that's that's true. All if you can do, do that, that, that works. Then they've got their Google Home that plays television and like who what else are people gonna buy? Yeah. Well, let's wait and see until you know yeah. uh, next week. I just hope that Apple Pay and Apple Maps comes to the Middle yeah. East or UAE. <laughs> so I'm still waiting for that. <laughs> Oh. Maybe right at the end, they'll be like, and one last thing. <laughs> in the UAE. In the UAE. Yay. <laughs> uh, right. So Nokia 3310. Yeah. 199 dirhams. Good price. Would you guys buy it? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. No, no. Yeah. Look, it's the right price. Yeah, but still. I, mean, but you know. I don't know. I'll tell you what. For me, it's the fact that it's not that 3310. You know, the design is distinct and different enough from the original. Mm. That it doesn't elicit that nostalgia. But if it had the exact same design, would that have made you go out and buy one? Maybe, possibly. Yeah, maybe. I, I mean, you know, I I think what I need in a secondary, I need a phone with only WhatsApp. 
okay. for 150 dirhams with Wi-Fi and only WhatsApp and none okay. of this app stuff. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you want to disconnect, right? Mm. And But the one thing you can't give up is WhatsApp because it's absolutely sure. essential communication. No Twitter, no Instagram, no Facebook, nothing. Sure. I don't care. Fair enough. If Nokia made that phone 149, 199, even if it's not the 3310, that's, that's when I would but buy why it. Not? Yeah. Okay, so absolutely, yes. And then why not just make, like you say, a WhatsApp phone that has like a 12 megapixel camera in it. Even if it looks like a 3310, but can take good photos, even if you have to look at them on that shitty little screen, that's what you need, hmm. right? Because that's, yeah. that's essentially it, right? Like you have communication and you have the ability to take photos, boom, you're done. And, and you sell that for 500 dirhams, right? You know, that's not something which is impossible. Right. It's, it's we could go to China, speak uh-huh. to a few manufacturers, <laughs> ask them to completely block out, like build a custom version of the Android OS. Just remove the Play Store, yeah. leave WhatsApp in and Wi-Fi in and boom, we're done. And yeah, we're and good. And, okay. and I'm going to delete this one. section of the podcast, guys. <laughs> and then we're going to go back and then we're going to do this let's and do then it. announce it at uh, the day after WWE. All right, let's do it. Let's <laughs> do it. Some thunder. But no, I'm saying like that is that is a good device. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you boil it down to what is like you absolutely your what your comment on WhatsApp is completely correct. Because like nobody makes phone calls, nobody sends text messages, but that will be that will work on there. Yep. But the, the WhatsApp communication and then you want a camera. And I can't understand like I can't believe that you couldn't fit an awesome camera onto a junky looking smartphone, right? <laughs> like it is possible. Yeah, in this day and age it's yeah, absolutely, it's absolutely yeah. possible. No, totally, totally. We have a couple of other smartphones with us here in the studio as well. Um, review samples for the Xperia XZ Premium and the BlackBerry Q1. Potentially more expensive. <laughs> than yeah, I'll just um, add a couple more zeros after that. Um, I've been testing the Q1 and I like it. I mean, it's that uh, old BlackBerry form factor where you've got a you know full hardware keyboard on the front. It doesn't slide, it doesn't bend, it doesn't whatever else. Uh, and it's got a nice 4.5 inch screen right on top, running full version of Android. Um, I like it. I think uh, I quite like it. It sort of brings back the old days of um, BlackBerry. Uh, I can't type as fast on this physical keyboard anymore. I tried that. Yeah, Yeah, I'm too used to it. I think I'm too used to the AI on uh, soft keyboards because I know the number of mistakes that I make that it creates. Yeah, absolutely. Do you use SwiftKey as well? I use Google's uh, Gboard. Yeah, I use Gboard. Because, I mean... With these keyboards now, they, they train over time, yeah, right? So it's do. like it even knows that you're going to be making mistakes. Yeah. And just Absolutely. In fact, yeah. with SwiftKey, what it does is it rearranges the length and width of keys huh. and the position, the, the yeah. angle of keys as well on the back end. Right. So, so you you, the front end happen. stays the same. You can actually go into settings and see how the keyboard has been customized for you yeah. based you know on what, where you tend to press the key. You know what's funny about that is it's so, like, it's, it's none more obvious than in our jobs for as people who review phones often and then the shape of the phone changes so that when i switch devices right the keyboard actually struggles to then predictably yeah. right. do what i yeah. want because it's right. like oh, well, because this is where yes. you normally press yeah, no, yeah. This that's is true not right that's so true. I, this, I, I have frustrations when switching for instance to the samsung phone which is markedly thinner than Narrower. anything else i that's had a right. lot of issues with uh, with a lot of uh, bad typing that's very clever I didn't know yeah that. awesome yeah um yeah what um I wanted to ask you about the BlackBerry bus. Mm-hmm. Is the actual BlackBerry side of the software stuff? So I know that they've left certain legacy apps and things. Right. So they've got the BlackBerry place. Hub, which basically right. brings all your um, emails, text, social media, everything, um, IMs, all that into one hub. And it's quite convenient when mm-hmm. you're sort of browsing. You don't have to switch between five different applications to check your messages. So WhatsApp is on here. Your SMSs are on here. Your emails are on here. Slack's on here. 
that's Facebook's kind of on cool. here. Everything is on there, which is kind of cool. So yeah. you know, you're not going back and forth between that. I mean, that's kind of like been the holy grail of this stuff for a while, right? Like I remember you used to buy, you used to get like certain like uh, desktop chat programs. Right, which combine yeah, multiple which chat would applications. Have, like, AIM that's and true. Yeah. Mm. ICQ and exactly. all this stuff. Everything in one yeah. sort of place. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, it's funny that like there isn't more of that going <clears> on. Right? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, guess that's what notifications are supposed pretty to much do, so, Pretty like, much so. Pretty much so. Pretty much so. But I mean, having said that, Hub works quite well. Um, you know, what I like about it is the keyboard is capacitive, so you can actually just scroll on the keyboard and it scrolls the right. screen, yeah. which is nice. And it's got the predictive input where, you know, it'll have auto-completed words. You just flick them up and then it completes all of that. And the spacebar so has the fingerprint. Spacebar's got the fingerprint touch sensor integrated. Not the highest end specs. It's running a Snapdragon 625 with three gigs of RAM. But then again, it's a 4.5-inch screen. Uh, right. Are you, feeling, are you feeling it sluggish or anything? Uh, no, not at all. Not at all. I, I mean, mean, I haven't tried watching videos on it right. or playing games on it. And I'm yeah. assuming that's where it's going. Gaming yeah. is where it's going to struggle. Videos should be fine as well. Gaming, yeah. Videos, uh, by <coughs> videos, what I meant was the aspect ratio of the screen is a bit mm. weird to watch videos. Okay. So I don't know how that's going to play out. I still need to do that. But uh, for yeah, productivity, if you're looking at it in portrait, they're going to be kind of small. Yeah. yeah. Right? Exactly. You're kind of exactly. obliged to look at it in the landscape. But I mean, for emailing, messaging, all that stuff, very good phone. Yeah, I like one thing it. I noticed when I had a bit of hands-on time at MWC earlier this year was that I, I know personally from myself with the with the navigation buttons, the Android navigation button being above the keyboard, the, my muscle memory instinctively goes to the bottom of the phone mm. to do those things. Yeah, right. you can imagine just like a little bit of retraining and yeah. to, to kind of do that. But I, I mean, didn't right. have that issue. No. Yeah, I didn't have that issue. I mean, I mean you know, it's smarter than me, me about <laughs> his muscles yeah. have uh, yeah, lesser memory, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> exactly. What muscles are we talking about over here? <laughs> Wait, what are we talking about? Yeah. All right, uh, Mike, you've got the Xperia X yes. Premium. Yes. So, think? I mean, it's it's massive. Let's be, let's. Start it's a there. very big and blingy phone. Yeah, I it's like it. Like, yeah, I it's like a statement <laughs> piece, I right? Like, um, I also like it. I've I've been you know it's just been using it. It's not let's. It's not nothing particularly remarkable about it, I think, but I, not in a bad way. You know, aside from the fact that it's massive and it looks shiny, when you're using it, I mean, it's fast as anything. It's running Snapdragon 835, so there's I've had no issues with um, with it in terms of like jankiness or apps mm -hmm. crashing, which I did actually with the S8 over time, over the couple of okay. weeks that I had with it. Yeah, started to stutter on me a little Touch bit. Touch yes, thank you. Yeah, well, exactly. It's probably more to do with the operating system uh, with the with their version of Android, but um. Couple of couple of things like, for instance, the 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 slow motion camera, which which this is the kind of the big one of the big features of it is the the nine hundred and sixty frames a second that it can record in slow mo is cool, but but look, I was very I was very hyped on it when we originally was announced and we got to play with it a little bit earlier in the year and but I found that I don't really have any use yeah. for recording. Mm. I thought there would be more applications, but Got in my it. testing of it, I've kind of walked around and gone like, well, what on earth can I <laughs> Nothing is moving fast enough for me to take <laughs> epic video footage of it. And it isn't, it's different to the way that the slow motion camera works on other phones, like the iPhone, for instance, where you kind of record an entire clip in slow-mo, so you can right. then do stuff that then becomes slow motion. This one kind of works where you're like, uh, you, you, you're recording anyway and then you activate slow motion and it kind of works for about a second, second and a half and then goes back into the regular recording of the ah. video. So it's almost like, you know, the, a perfect example would be as if you're like watching a snowboarder and they're like doing a trick and then right, you click, then you the click on that. And then, when the hell am yeah. I watching a snowboarder? <laughs> yeah. you know, it's so like, you have to like anticipate something cool to Correct. happen yeah but right. that's that's the case even when you're shooting normally right the sure. idea is you have to start in, in slow-mo sure. whereas i like this execution because 
you can be shooting normally and you realize hey something cool's coming mm. up now let me activate slow mo yeah. but is it limited to like a second second and a half or it can go as long as you want no, it to no it's 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 limited at this time um, so yeah it's so i mean it's it's cool and like when you pull something off it ev- everything mm. looks epic on it yeah i got the girlfriend to like shake her hair and then it was just like this epic kind of mess right. and that was neat mm. but it's like mm, okay, okay. All right. I mean, it definitely works. It, it also has a sorry a 4K HDR display. Yes. Have you had a chance to play with that? Uh, yeah, look, I mean, aside from the fact that it it it's make my home screen really yeah. shiny, yeah. I haven't I haven't even I, to be honest, I haven't delved into YouTube's 4K. Right. Um, m- mainly because I don't think it could probably stream it that fast on my internet connection at <laughs> home. Uh, but I the the display is nice. Like it's nice. I, okay. I, it hasn't been any more remarkable than a. Than, than any other screen this year, I feel. I It's tough because you can't get like Netflix and things like that on 4K. And like, I think that's, that would be. What do you mean? Oh, well, Netflix, oh on the phone, on, you on can't. Mobile. On yeah, the phone, exactly. yes. On this yeah, phone, yeah, yeah. I think LG is the only one that is supporting HDR. HDR. Yeah, HDR. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, 4K but HDR, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's difficult to test those things. Again, I, I'll, I'll have a look at YouTube when I get around to it and, and we'll see. Okay. Um, but yeah, aside from that, one thing I did notice um, is. Like the battery is good on it. Mm-hmm. It's a bit larger than some of the other ones. I think three five. Okay. Uh, three and a half thousand milliamp. But um, I, I listen to a lot of music on on the phone and a lot of like podcasts and things mm-hmm. because I, I travel a lot on the metro, so my time is <laughs> is spent doing that. And I mentioned this to a bus, and what I found was that it's definitely draining my battery more when listening to audio than I regularly find on any other phone. So let's say from when I leave the, leave my home to my office, um, whereas normally, let's say I leave it like 96%, by the time I get to work, it's like 92, 90. This thing's down to about 85 by the time oh, I get to work. Which that's is, twice which, as much. Yeah, it's not insignificant. I mean, then, it, then it's fine when you're not. Like, it'll idle for the rest of the day and like just doing messaging or whatever. Yeah. And then that, it'll get fine. And like, by the time you leave work, you're at, about 40 something like that which is standard but i love how i charged it but that's my one concern is that using audio on it drains it and this is without any of the audio features turned on um then this phone does have a lot of a lot of audio features built into it it's got like upscaling for uh for mp3 files to Mm -hmm. like slightly higher level it does a lot of like um uh like eq kind of stuff to try and make things sound better You, you can actually put surround like virtual surround sound on it which I, on my testing was okay. fine. But yeah, the concern that if it's doing that without any of that turned on, mm. then maybe. I mean, you maybe it's something they can fix in a firmware upgrade. I'm, I'm could not be, sure, could so. definitely be. What I do like about uh, the XZ Premium, the BlackBerry Q1, as well as the HTC U11, is that all of them are running Android 7.1.1. Right. Mm. So they're all running the latest versions mm. of Android. Um, <coughs> good on that. I published my review of the U11, and my biggest criticism of it was the front looks super generic. Mm-hmm. I mean, Big bezels. I mean, you look at the Sony, it's got massive bezels as well, but it's got yeah. character at the front, yeah. you know? I mean, it's super shiny. It's mm. whatever it is you want to call it. It looks different. Uh, the HTC U11, unfortunately, very generic looking from the front. Uh, they've done a good job with the back and the liquid surface finish that they have. But, um, you know, I like this one. Yeah, I think it looks quite nice. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm not against it, and it's not too pricey. I mean, it's I mean, it's not cheap, but it's cheaper than right. The, exactly, it's cheaper than the Samsung. Yeah, phone, so you can't get a 4K phone right now. Right. Yeah. So that's it's definitely cheaper than when they originally had the Z5. Yes. Premium, but w- that never beat a tier in the low, in the Middle East. No, that's true. Yeah, but I that was. That I mean, that was pricey. That would have yeah. been at least two thousand. Yep. At the time. 
yeah. if you wanted to import it. Um, um, this doesn't run 4K all the time, right? No. I mean, if, uh, when you're watching a 4K video or whatever, yeah, that, which makes sense in. because you don't want to kill the battery. Yeah. Well, this is what was my concern. I thought perhaps that that was what was draining my battery. But as you said, it's like the screen's off mm. when you listen to music. So it's definitely well, that's not, not that. It. That's not it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, cool. Um, moving on to Computex, which is currently happening mm. in Taiwan right now. A few announcements from there. We have Intel, which launched the new Intel Core, X, Core X line targeted towards um, enthusiasts and extreme users. And the Core i9 processor comes yeah. in uh, with a staggering 18 cores. Whoa. 18 cores on that. Don't expect cores. it in Do your 12-inch really really MacBook. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not even an 18-inch MacBook. Would yeah. Yeah, right. 140 watt TDP. So yeah, it runs pretty hot. So, um, but 18 cores, yeah. 36 threads. Have they? Have they said? Have they, there's been no actual machines announced using this yet. Uh, no, I mean they're just releasing the processor, the new socket for it, I believe. Uh, Motherboards and machines mm -hmm. will definitely follow. There is a cheaper 10-core version as well, uh, if you don't want to <laughs> fancy 18 cores. I'll compromise and <laughs> just yeah, get 10 cores. <laughs> so the 18-core version, I believe, is for $2,000, the processor itself. Uh, the 10-core version is for $799 or somewhere around there. Uh, but seriously, I mean, outside maybe video editing where you're mm. actually converting. Or game. Well, I mean, gaming, gaming, no. I mean, the problem with gaming is that they don't utilize all the cores. Right. Even if you've got a quad-core CPU, you're hard-pressed to use all four cores. Yeah, maybe two or three GPUs cores. Doing GPUs, work, exactly. Right, so. exactly. Um, Unless it's encoding videos right. or rendering in 3D. Right. Uh, right. When you're creating something. Yeah, yeah I mean, maybe there. this is for people who are like, making vr games right exactly like that kind of thing. exactly so maybe along those lines this might help but yeah. um other than that yeah maybe a bit of an overkill um what else is happening in computex yeah, so I mean, a lot of laptops so asus launched a asus nice launched quite a few laptops yeah didn't they? across the lineup yeah. right right uh, they had like five or six laptop launches uh, some Zenbooks, some uh, two-in-one convertibles. I'm not sure what else they had, but uh, quite a lot of products from Asus as well. Yeah, one thing I saw that um, that looked pretty cool is that MSI have got another one of those like VR backpacks that they were right. touting this year, which looked pretty fun. Okay. Um, oh. I don't know. I mean, we haven't really sat down and talked about that kind of tech, but I... Someone that's who's tried VR, it seems like it could be the right way to go. It's got a very specific purpose, right? Right. It's that's just for, sure. for VR. For sure. I mean, it's it's kind of hard to... Yeah. How will you sell that as a PC other than to people who have VR? Well, this is it. I mean, I think maybe... Because we're such at we're, we're such a, the, like, the low level of what VR is and what it will eventually become, mm -hmm. right? That you could see... Like, there are certain games out there on, on VR that are like... Poised to kind of be the new esport, right? right? Where you're kind of like physically, there'll be, you know, you have to actually be physically fit to, mm. in order to play some of these games well, right? Because okay. you're avoiding obstacles. Sure. You're sort of doing this kind of like physical activity. So I could see that if perhaps that's something that takes off this kind of like VR esports, then perhaps there is a, a market for a backpack PC because okay. then you're. You know, you, then you're wearing yeah. this weight, right? Yep. I can also see that. I was listening to actually something on the way here um, where they were talking about uh, using like standard VR, like there's a, a game uh, audio something, audio shield. Okay. But for the vibe, which is very cool. I just played it myself. It's like this game where you play in time with music and like these orbs fly at you and you kind of punch them out of the way. Mm -hmm. Very physical, very rhythm based. You know, if you played it with a controller, it would be boring as hell, but because you're actually kind of like mm. moving, it's it's very fun and pretty intense, and you can import your own music. 
And this guy was talking about how it, he used actual like weight, like weighted gloves and a weighted like body plate so that it would be like a fitness type exercise. Interesting. Oh. Yeah, very clever, right? Yeah. Like kind of hacking the game physically in order to actually like make it a little bit more difficult so that then you would sweat and then right. do that. So, I mean, perhaps that could kind of work into a backpack as well because you've got the weight of the backpack, this kind of thing, maybe for fitness stuff. I'm not really sure. I agree. It's very, like it's, as niche as VR is, yeah. backpack PCs yeah, are even, even more exactly. niche, right? <laughs> but like, it's an interesting level of tech. I, I'm concerned about battery life on these things. Yeah. You know it's only going to last That's like fucking 20 minutes. Or That's, true. So That's true. That's true. Speaking true. of niche things, Asus, uh, sorry, yeah, Asus launched its, um, it cranked up its 35-inch Monitor to 200 hertz. 200 hertz. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what everybody's doing. Wow. And Acer monitor. launched a 35 inch curved gaming monitor as well. Okay, I mean, these are reaching TV levels over here wow. now. Yeah. Wow, nice. Um, you know, I've, I have this issue with uh, FPS games where they give me a headache if I play them for more than 10 minutes. And okay. For what games? FPS, so oh, first, yeah, sure. first person shooters. Um, if a, any FPS game will give me a headache in 10 minutes, guaranteed. Uh, I wonder if higher refresh rates will solve that mm. because obviously it's a matter of you know how how quickly the screen is refreshing and all that. Uh, wouldn't mind giving it slow motion. <laughs> I think, but so. I mean that's how they got around the problem with VR, right? Like you get yeah. what's it's two ninety hertz screens on right uh, on each displays on each eye, right? Yeah. So and then I think actually the PSVR is like one hundred and twenty hertz. So I'm not right. Sure. I haven't tried that yeah. out, but uh, Vive was the first VR headset that didn't give me a headache. Um, right. okay. I've tried Oculus and yeah, that right. maybe three, four minutes and that's pretty yeah, much man. it. Oh, wow. Three, yeah. four minutes? That's three it? Three or four minutes. It is It wow. is yeah. like the, the actual retail release Oculus we're talking no, about. No, this was DK2. Oh, yeah, I haven't yeah, tried yeah, the retail yeah, version yeah, of it. <laughs> <laughs> but like I'm the same. I have Vive is fine, but yeah. for me, I think it's not necessarily the the refresh rate on the thing, but it's the actual presence, right? Yeah, I have, I have both and with the Oculus... Um, like I played like the space game. I can't remember. What right, it's space pirate. Or? No, 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 no. no, no, no. It's like you're in like a space station. ninja, space ninja. No, I wish. <laughs> no, you're in a space station. It's like very atmospheric. You're just kind of floating around, but space like you're X. in like this capsule. And because you're <laughs> sitting down, right? But you're technically moving. Like my brain just can't handle mm, that. Yeah. I don't want to vomit for the next yeah, three hours. Yeah. For me, when I used the Vive for more than 30 minutes, um, it just left me with a general sense of fatigue afterwards. Like okay. my eyes, everything was exhausted. And I had to kind of like sleep it off overnight wow. to go oh, wow. go okay. back to and play 30, 45 minutes again. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, I, I've read that though you kind of like work Adjust to that, it, right? yeah. yeah. As, as you do. I mean, I went pretty hardcore when we were reviewing the thing in the first place and like... By the end of it, I'm spending like two, three hours in there. <laughs> like, I'm fine. Dude. It's a beautiful experience. Yeah. Yeah. It's it an incredible experience. experience. It is yeah. a great experience indeed. Um, some more news out of Computex is that uh, Qualcomm Snapdragon uh, A35 is now going to be able to run Windows 10. It's certified for Windows 10. Oh, right. So Microsoft, I think, is going to be releasing a couple of PCs on that, that platform. Chip. Or maybe some phones. <laughs> Maybe. Do you really need it? Uh, it it's, funny how, uh, it's funny how at one end you've got 18 core processors from Intel, you know, yeah. and at the other end you've got yeah, the Snapdragon 845 yeah, running exactly. Windows 10. Everybody running which Windows. Direction, <laughs> which direction does Apple it Apple doing their own thing. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. 
Well, there is a rumor that uh, these new MacBooks that Apple might be releasing will have the new Intel processors on them, which Intel announced. Oh, the, well. the i9 ones? Uh, not necessarily the i9 ones, but I think they announced uh, Coffee Lake. Yeah, okay. Which is they're running, the current Kaby ones Lake. are running Kaby Lake, Kaby right? Lake, right. So yeah. Coffee Lake, I think, is a follow-up to that. Okay. So they might be running on that. Um, good. I think that's pretty yeah. much all that we yeah. have for this week. Good work, um, team. We're looking forward to WWE. I mean, it was surprisingly a fairly uh, news-heavy. It was. It yeah. was. It definitely was. Because it's not Ramadan, like... Well, it is Ramadan, Ramadan everywhere, everywhere, but <laughs> it's a bigger deal in the, in, <laughs> in the Middle Kintak East. Yeah, doesn't sleep for Ramadan. Yeah. That is true. Well, that except is in the true. Middle East. But Yeah, okay. So uh, we'll be back next week. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, with, uh, I imagine, quite a lot of Apple news. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. And so uh, if anybody wants to get in touch with you, Vishal, we're going to hit you up. Uh, email us at behindthebytes.ae at gmail.com. And... <laughs> and tweet to us at behind the bites. Please tweet us, don't email yeah. us. Tweet, <laughs> tweet a bus to check the email address. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Send us an email and a tweet, and you can uh, reach a bus on Twitter at Ajaforelli and uh, Mike at I'm at Mike Priest. Great. And you can reach me at Bavisha. All right, we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. <laughs>